0: Good morning, my name is Alexander Peterson and welcome to the Moving Markets Podcast. It is Thursday, the sixteenth of March, and coming up on the show we have Mathieu Raschetta, head of equity strategy, who will provide us with some thoughts on European banks, and Carson Menke, head of next generation research, who will give us insights on the impact of market turbulence on the gold and silver markets. But first, let's see what has happened in the markets. The big news this morning is that Credit Suisse has agreed to borrow up to 50 billion Swiss francs from the Swiss National Bank. According to a statement released yesterday evening, the troubled lender will borrow from a liquidity facility and make a tender offer to buy back up to 3 billion francs in dollar and euro-denominated debt. Turning to the EU, European central bank officials are about to make one of the most important decisions in months, determining whether the market turmoil surrounding Credit Suisse is severe enough to derail a long-anticipated interest rate hike. If they deliver the half-point increase that President Christine Lagarde first hinted at in December and declared very, very likely a little more than 10 days ago, they risk a harsh retrospective judgment if the situation rapidly deteriorates. In the United Kingdom, Jeremy Hunt's decision to inject more than 20 billion pounds into the UK economy may push the Bank of England to raise interest rates again. However, the growing turmoil in financial markets may overshadow the central bank's rate decision next week. Investors quickly reduced their bets on another quarter point increase in the Bank of England's key lending rate, following a sell-off in bank shares on Wednesday and amid concerns about inflation, which remains near four-decade high. Coming to yesterday's market action, the S&P 500 was down 0.7% with outperformers in telecom, utilities, and consumer staples. The Nasdaq 100 was up 0.4%, and the 10-year US Treasury ended Wednesday at 3.47% yield. Briefly turning to commodities. West Texas Intermediate rose 0.2%, trading around $67 a barrel, and gold is trading at around $1,910 an ounce. In currencies, the Bloomberg dollar spot index fell 0.1% and the euro is trading above $1.05. In the digital asset world, Bitcoin is trading around 24,480 US dollars. In the futures market, S&P 500 and Nasdaq 100 future contracts both experience gains of more than 0.5%. And that's all for today's markets wrap-up. I'll now hand over to Mathieu Rachete, Head of Equity Strategy, with an update on European banks. Over to you, Mathieu.
1: Thank you very much, Alex. Um, Yes, as you know, bank stocks have come under renewed selling pressure on Wednesday following some negative developments uh, of a large Swiss bank, which intensified uh, the concerns of investors around the health of the banking sector. And this really just comes some days after the spectacular collapse that we have seen of Silicon Valley Bank. So overall, there is quite some panic selling going on why is that uh, investors really fear that other the banks might as well be affected by insufficient liquidity on the asset side uh, to cover some potential deposit withdrawals meaning that they would need to sell bonds at a loss as well uh, to cover the withdrawals we think uh, at this stage the market is overly pessimistic uh, we highlighted before that the issues surrounding silicon valley bank are rather idiosyncratic in nature they have a much higher exposure to long-duration bonds than most of its peers and also if you look at the client deposits uh, of silicon valley bank they were mostly out of the tech space uh, which as you know experienced a sharp increase during the heydays of the pandemic and they're now increasingly cash trained so Overall, uh, quite some um, quite some differences um, com- compared to the um, to the rest of the banking sector. But still, you know, having said that, we would uh, not start to bottom fish in stocks of regional banks in the U.S. Rather, we would focus on European banks, which also saw a sharp drop um, in the share price, given the overall risk of most that we have seen in the market. And for those for European banks, we see much less risks there um, than what the market is currently implying. Compared to the US, European depositors are much more sticky and also deposit trends are generally more stable. And in addition to that, uh, European banks have also significant Deposit holdings at the ECB. So therefore, there's really no need to liquidate bonds here at a loss. And last but not least, um, we, uh, if you look at the regulations around the asset liability management, they're also much stricter in Europe and apply to both large and smaller banks there. So this really reduces uh, the risk of a mismatch like we've seen in the US. So overall, we continue to prefer European over the US banks. That's all from my side. Back to you, Alex. Thank you very much, Mathieu. Next up, we have Carsten
0: Menke, Head of Next Generation Research, who will share with us the impact of market turbulence on the gold and silver markets. Carsten, how has the turmoil in the banking sector impacted commodity markets? I've seen some wild swings in prices, for example, in oil, while gold and silver have been rallying. What is behind these swings?
2: Yeah, good morning, Alex. Uh, thanks very much. Well, at first sight, these swings are somewhat surprising, as there is no fundamental impact on the supply and demand of commodities, e.g. from the fallout of Silicon Valley Bank. What has been causing these swings instead were shifts in financial market sentiment, so oil is a case in point. On Monday, prices first dropped as much as 6% as a wave of risk aversion swept across the markets amid fears of a broader financial crisis. Prices then reversed course as expectations of an easing of monetary policy started to spread, which weighed on the US dollar and US bond yields, and prices almost regained all lost ground. But since the end of Monday, as we know, uh, more turmoil has spread and prices, oil prices are now down another 8% as the worries about the health of banks has spread around the world, bringing back memories of the financial crisis. Is that why we have seen such a strong rally in gold and silver? Yes, so this is the perfect environment for gold and silver to thrive. Remember, we've often said that gold and, well, to a lesser extent, also silver, offer the best protection against systemic risks in the financial sector, i.e. a financial crisis. Well, are we already there yet? We don't know, but we don't think that this is going to be as severe as feared, because the turmoil in some regional banks, and we've heard that before, um, are very specific and should thus not lead to a financial crisis. Uh, Credit Suisse, obviously, is a much bigger bank, but also here we are very confident that their troubles are not going to cause a systemic crisis. So is the rally in gold and silver overdone? Well, for now, it looks like yes. Um, This is also because the rally has not only been fueled by these fears of a financial crisis, but also expectations of a massive turn in US monetary policy. And this is best illustrated by the decline in the market implied Fed funds rate by the end of the year, which has pushed down the U.S. dollar and U.S. bond yields. Since the end of last week, the implied Fed funds rate by December 2023 has fallen from around 5.5% to less than 4%. So the markets are betting very heavily that the U.S. Federal Reserve will be forced to reverse course because of the banking troubles. We don't believe such a sharp shift is warranted and hence believe that gold and silver have rallied too fast, too far during the past few days. That said, as long as the uncertainties prevail, prices should remain well supported. So that's it from me. Back to you. Thank you very much, Carsten. And that's all for today. Thanks for tuning in. Goodbye for now. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast
1: constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information. Für unsere deutschsprachigen Zuhörer, we would also like to make you aware of Marktanalysen und Gespräche, a monthly podcast in German where Julius Baer experts discuss some of the latest market developments. We share our key research and insights on today's ever-changing economic landscape in German. Search for Marktanalysen und Gespräche on your favorite podcast player.